0: here and i just want to share briefly with you this morning and um, as you know and um, well you might not know but i'm going to tell you and um, paul and i and the kids have been on holidays and we went to spain and it's a really good time to relax and recharge your batteries and um, but i was thinking about what i was going to speak on this morning and i just thought i'm just going to share what i've been journeying a wee bit since we've come back from holidays i'm going to be honest and it, it, it's a work in progress i'm still working it out so you can come on the journey with me hopefully so basically since i've come back i've had to um, s- remind myself of some things almost on a daily basis well on a daily basis um, i realized um, over the last few weeks that i was listening to other people's thoughts and comments which is good you know we need to listen to what other people have to say but I was taking it too far. I was dwelling on them. I was worrying about what they meant overanalyzing, joining some together and um, adding two and two and coming up with five or more. Um, I don't know if any of you guys do that as well. I was letting fear creep in about what things meant. I was making assumptions that probably weren't true at all. And I was letting negativity come into my mind. Paul might testify to the fact that I was being grumpy giving off to him I was speaking negatively about things I was going but what if it doesn't change what about this what about that I feel sad about that what if that doesn't get better what if that gets harder for those people and I realized that I was listening to thoughts and giving them a place and then if the danger was that if I let those thoughts carry on and give them that place, that I would start then believing and acting and thinking out of that place. I just thought, I am letting these negative thoughts spread like wildfire. I'm like, listening to these projections of things that will probably never happen. So I thought, get a grip, chance, um, And I thought, I need to listen to God. So a very good place to start. I got out my Bible I've been reading Psalms and I read Psalm 16 and I read these verses in five to eight. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night. My heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord with him at my right hand. I will not be shaken. And I read that and I just thought, thank you, Lord. I keep my eyes on you and I will not be shaken. Who am I listening to? Am I listening to other voices? Am I listening to my own wandering thoughts that are going crazy? Or am I listening to the word of God? You know, I was talking to one of my friends this week, whose children had been at a Christian camp this summer. And her teenagers told her about being in a group with some other guys and sharing battles they were facing in their lives. One of their mums has cancer, another one's parents is split up. And those guys were able to be honest about that and ask for support and pray for one another. And whenever she said that, I was just so blessed because uh, they were just listening to each other. They were being supportive. They were encouraging each other, building each other up. And I hope they really remember that as a time God came through. When they stood together as Christian friends and helped each other in a battle. Those guys are just teenagers. It doesn't matter how old you are, whether you're a teenager or older. We can always ask ourselves, who are you listening to? Are you listening to friends like that to encourage you and build you up and stand beside you? And whenever I was like wrestling with all this, I decided to go back and read over and what I'd shared with you all at church at the end of June um, about what is your Jericho. and um, Because that felt deeply significant for me at that time. And that's something that I feel that I'm still journeying and learning about. So I, I went and I read back over it. And I know that some of you weren't there. So briefly, just to share, I was talking about the Israelites in Joshua chapter 6. They were entering into the promised land. And that was really daunting for them. It was a really impossible battle, it says that Jericho was shut up tight as a drum. So how were Joshua and those people of Israel ever going to conquer the city? And I recall then, and it's still true today, how it can feel like that for us sometimes, you know, we're, we're facing impossible battles, it feels like there's not going to be a breakthrough. But in verse two, God speaks. And the battle is already over because he says to Joshua, I have. In the past tense, given Jericho into your hand, the message says, look sharp now, I've already given Jericho to you along with its king and the crack troops. So how could Joshua be sure? The Lord had spoken and he took him at his word just as he had before when God said, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land they swore to their ancestors to give them. He'd heard God speak before, he'd obeyed, and he'd seen God move, and God did what he said he was going to do. So Joshua had confidence in God, even when it defied the logical plans. He trusted God completely because he'd seen that God was faithful before. So when I was reading over this this week, it prompted me to think, who am I listening to? Am I taking time to be with God and listen to him speak? Like Joshua, I need to hear God say to me, be strong and courageous. And I'm going to confess today, I realized that I'd done the very thing I'd spoken to you guys about in June. I wasn't remembering God and what he'd done in the past. Back then, I reminded us, don't forget what God's done in your life. Even if you're in a battle now and the walls feels insurmountable, but God has come through for you and I in the past, and he will do again. Again, in Revelation, it says, I hold this against you. You've forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. So that's what I need to do. I reminded myself, I need to listen to God's voice. I need to remember what he's done in my life and trust that he'll continue to work in me and the people that I'm caring about in this church and community. i And I listened to his word and I thought I need to say sorry God for this negative thinking need to be in your presence God I need to stand in your promises I need to worship you I need to dwell in the Bible and I'm sorry for not doing those things and I was reminded that again that I need to listen to God who he says I am and what I'm for and back then I asked all of you what is your Jericho what are the promises that you're praying around what are the miracle you're what marching around that you're wanting to see what dream does your life revolve around we're not going to see these battles won and walls fall down unless we know what our jericho is we need to define the promises that god wants us to stake claim to and i love this don't just read the bible start circling the promises don't just make a wish write down god honoring life goals don't just pray vague prayers like oh bless my family bless my time Define what are you asking God for? Define your dream, claim your promise and spell it out. Jericho spelt many different ways. Again, if you have cancer it spelled healing. If your child is far from God it spelled salvation. If you have broken relationships, it spelled reconciliation. If you have a vision beyond your resources, it spelled provision. If your heart breaks when you see things you don't like in our town, in this world, it's built community, it's built justice. And I remembered that I need to listen again and remind myself of my Jerichos. For me in this season, it's built faith for our teenagers, not just in our family, in our church. We want to see them inspired to follow Jesus. Some of us have people in our families who don't know Jesus yet, friends that we love that we're praying for. It's spelled salvation for me too, for those people I'm crying out to God for. It's spelled healing for the ones we love who are ill. And you know, I spoke about this before the summer, and some of those things I've been praying for haven't changed yet. But I know I need to keep journeying it. And I was thinking, the primary problem is maybe that we don't know what we're praying for. We're not being specific. We don't know what our Jericho is. But I've come to ponder now: is the secondary problem that we don't see it happen because we quit circling, we give up too easily or too soon. Guys, I don't know if this is good news or bad news, but we're in this for the long haul. And I realized for myself, I was getting distracted. I was listening to negativity. I was focusing on difficulties instead of praying and circling to see Jericho walls fall. And I read some more and I was impacted about the difference between praying for and praying through. So I just want to say that quickly this morning. You know, sometimes it's pretty good to say short prayers. Like if you're saying grace before your dinner, you always hate it when someone says a really big long prayer because you're like, I just want to eat my food while it's hot. So sometimes prayers are good when they're short. But sometimes we need to grab hold of the promises and refuse to let go until God answers. Maybe we need to circle Jericho so many times that we're going to get dizzy. And, And this is in the Bible. You know, Jesus told a story once about a persistent widow. She drove the judge crazy because she wouldn't give up asking. Praying through doesn't take no for an answer. And for some of our Jerichos, it's too soon to quit praying because we never know when that wall is about to fall down. So I'm listening again, I'm reading again, and being challenged again that there's more for me and there's more for all of us. There are higher heights and deeper depths in prayer, and God wants to take you there. He wants to take you places you've never been before. There are new dialects, there are new dimensions. But if you want God to do something new in your life, you can't do the same old thing. It will involve more sacrifice, but if you're willing to go there, you'll realize that you didn't sacrifice anything at all. It will involve more risk, but if you're willing to go there, you'll realize that you didn't risk anything at all. Make the sacrifice, take the risk, draw the circle. You know, circling Jericho wasn't easy sometimes not just praying for something but praying through something will mean more than just simple words it might mean gut-wrenching and heartbreaking tears it might mean being face down before the lord it could be kneeling by your bed it could be staying up late or it could be getting up early to cry out to god Maybe God's going to wake you up in the night and remind you of someone or something and you're not just going to roll over and go back to sleep. You're going to pray until you see breakthrough or change in that person's life or that situation. Maybe it's going to be for me and for all of us learning more about fasting and praying and pressing in for more. Like I am just saying to you guys, I'm just learning this. I'm just hungry for more I'm just feel like I'm just scratching the surface but I'm up for learning and hopefully some of us together as a community and as a church I think God has more for us in all of this if we're open to listen and respond and pray praying through doesn't just bend God's ear it touches the heart of your Heavenly Father so what I'm asking myself this morning and what I'm asking you guys will I listen to negative comments? Will I listen to fears? Will I listen to unhelpful thoughts in my own head that get out of control? Or will I listen to God, listen to his word? Will I be like that group of teenage guys who chatted together and encouraged each other with their difficulties that spurred one another on to follow Jesus? So don't give up. It says in Thessalonians, pray continually, Rejoice, give thanks in all circumstances, and keep circling Jericho because there are more walls to come down.